0: Welcome to the Blessed Boulder Show. Her name is Mylan Pham. I go by Rango Lee. And we got a special, special guest in the house today. He has a super, super successful clothing line called the Richie Lee Collection. Super hot. Uh, Killing it in the YouTube game. 1.1 million plus subscribers. Just an overall really cool dude. Humble, super smart businessman and my brother Richie Lee Woo-hoo. what's going on thanks for having me um, excited
1: well awesome. we're excited to have you Richie thank you and did you know that you are our first special guest mm-hmm. on the show
0: must be special we don't we told we, we said we're not gonna have any special guests Dang. but Richie, we just had to put them on appreciate it yeah have I you. did know that <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for every single episode prior so we 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 do film the 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 show at his shop yeah, so we appreciate I know, that. I
1: know. I just wanted to let him know how much <laughs> we <you>. like him.
0: <laughs> and, and we got some special news. Uh, Richie and his beautiful wife is expecting. Yes, got a nice little bun in the oven. Super excited. Yes. I always remember you always saying how uh, cool parenthood
2: is. So. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Yeah, oh, we should be. Oh
1: yeah, well welcome. What was it? Boy, girl?
2: Boy. boy.
0: Ah. Yeah. Well,
1: welcome to the boys club. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Man,
0: our family yes, only has boys.
1: Yeah. We, really? Yeah. Isn't that like
0: six in a row? Or that's so six boys. <laughs> in a row. Se- seven. Richie's boy's gonna be the seventh boy in a row. Oh, yeah. Wow. And we, it was wow, yeah. We we No girls. W- the first one was a girl. My sister okay. Julie had a girl, and that was like twenty-five years ago. Mm-hmm. And then it was six six boys now Richie's about to have the seventh boy oh well
1: that gives Kim a chance to get another one yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) you've already talked about it you know the name yet not yet not Not not, not Richie Jr or anything carry on that 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 super dope Mm. name I've never really loved that name Richie really yeah you know my uh, funny story, my mom, back in the days when we used to own a restaurant in Arkansas that was struggling, a uh-huh. uh, Chinese restaurant. What She's, was it? Name, it name? was called uh, Golden Palace.
1: Uh,
0: that's a classy name, huh? Classic.
2: <laughs> classy it's class. and classic.
0: <laughs> and she said, hey, you know, since uh we're about to have another baby boy, let's let's name him Richie so he can be very successful and Rich in the future. Yeah. And bam, it happened.
1: Richie Rich. Oh, it wasn't
0: for the restaurant to be successful? <laughs> I'm sure it was maybe, but
1: it was
2: know, it
0: and it worked. <laughs> it worked out great. It worked out. But cool. you
1: know, in our culture, that the name really matters, right? They say that the name would dictate your pathway or your life or your destiny. And in our culture, the name is super important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when she named him (coughs) Richie, she wanted him to be wealthy, she and, kinda, you know.
0: Yeah, she 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 like willed it onto him exactly. to be Richie. She like
1: stamped it. You're going to be rich regardless of what you want. That's what's going to happen.
0: Well, I did watch uh, Richie Rich growing up a lot.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> well. me. That's me.
0: <laughs> and he has a really cool Vietnamese name, too, that no one really knows about. We don't even call him it, but like maybe we should.
1: We'll be the first one to announce this, right? His this Vietnamese- might be a first ever. <laughs> I don't think.
0: A, a lot of chairs are being popped today <laughs> yeah. on the show. His, his Vietnamese name is Nam
1: oh nom. yeah nom. Nom.
0: and or then uh vietnam. Yeah. Nom. yeah julie's is vit, so Viet, so she was right oh. before me so that's why oh vietnam,
1: vietnam. Yeah, like,
0: see I, I guess my mom couldn't get too creative with the vietnamese names <laughs>
1: no but she well she was very straightforward <laughs> <laughs> vietnam so you know she i'm had, surprised uh, she
0: didn't just do
2: vietnam yeah for julie because <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't playing maybe i was playing then Cause
0: you know she had the second part of the name. Yeah, she wanted yeah. Richie Julie to have a sibling to play with. That oh, season. so it was planned. So yeah. oh, yeah. Vietnam, that makes sense. And now they get play together. How
1: many? How many children again? Do there's you guys...
0: there's six total. Wow. Six total. Wow. Richie's the youngest. Yeah. And I'm six the third.
1: Total. Oh wow.
0: Which is kind of funny because I'm kind of disappointed in my name. Why? Um, I'm uh, my Vietnamese name is Ho. Is, is it? Was a it oh, hold up?
1: Uh huh. But you know what Ho is, right?
0: Yeah, I know what a hoe is. No,
1: <laughs> no <laughs> do, I mean, like in Vietnamese. Do
0: people at home know what a hoe is? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no. I got it bad growing up in middle school, man. It was tough. Elementary school. Yeah, but you it, did the, uh, a lot of people try to change their name
2: because you didn't do it legally, right? No, no. A lot of people try to change their name and then people don't listen to them. But yeah. you actually successfully had your name, like people actually started calling you your oh. new name.
1: It oh, was Ringo. Yeah, that's
0: right. It was it was, it was hard. Uh, I did this was my third name. So in like, did you have to remind people like every single time? Yeah, when we first moved here from Arkansas, you know, um, the kids from the housing uh-huh. project, they were like, "Nah, we can't call you home, man. Can't, <laughs> that that oh. ain't cool." So we're like, "We'll call you MC no for, way. for MC Hammer. <laughs> MC Hammer was <laughs> hot at the time." I was like, "Alright, that was cool." <laughs> so they, they, I think that lasted like two hours. Then <laughs> I oh, was back to hoe. Uh-huh. And then when I hit ninth grade, they're like uh i was like i gotta find a new name so i was like scott sounds good scotty cause scotty pippen <laughs> michael jordan michael jordan was hot scotty pippen was hot so i was oh, like scotty that sounds nice yeah. that lasted like three months yeah and then uh 11th grade i was like freak that man i'm gonna call myself rango
1: how how i mean rango's nice. yeah how did there. Rango yeah. come
0: about um the Disney movie there, no <laughs> a
1: Disney?
0: there's there. a
2: whole movie about a uh a chameleon.
0: it was like a,
1: a, a
2: lizard, a lizard a named a Rango. now
0: <laughs> he was after me though oh, i, he, oh, he was I was think well I was watching this movie called Tombstone. It's uh-huh. it's like a cowboy western. Like I love western stuff. And then one of the bad guys in the movie is called Johnny Ringo. Oh. And I was like I was, and uh, I was like and wow, you're the that bad guy. Dope. And I was like I thought I was <laughs> bad. <you know? laughs> So I was like, Ringo's my name. Oh, yeah. is it uh, from the uh, the music group too, Ringo? Ringo Star. Yeah, the yeah, The Beatles, oh. Ringo Star. But it's
1: Ringo, with but an they're I. with
0: an I. Mine's with the A. Uh, I thought A sounds a little yeah. bit nicer than the I. Ringo. Oh, and <laughs> you used to like Durango's. And I used to rock uh, the Durango once in a while. Oh. No, that no, no, Durango. the Durango uh, car. You yeah. didn't you like that? I love the Dodge Durango. <laughs> yeah. That was like one of the first cars that had the third row seat. That's why.
1: Oh, All my right. God. Enough wow. about me. Random, oh, ran random, random, random. Yeah, that was pretty cool, actually. One of our
2: sisters had a friend. I'm not going to name his name. Or, he came through with the Durango, I remember. And he had a lo- rocket launcher.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He
0: had a huge, big-ass gun. Shout out to... <laughs> And Beezy, <laughs> you he's know, the Seattle, Seattle legend. <laughs> yeah, he he had rock- a rocket launcher. I was that like, dude had a rocket launcher, illegal rocket launcher. And then wow. I think he
2: liked our sister, so he tried to buy me a pool <laughs> what? at Walmart, and I was like begging for it. And he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna take you to, uh, and then uh, Julie, um, oops. <laughs> Oh. Jo- Julie's like, secret admirer. You
1: ain't getting no pool. <laughs> I was like, mm. Oh. Anyways, oh, wow. <laughs> hey, okay. shout out here, to here. the Durango. Okay, okay, okay. Well, right. had one well, though. He had on one. The, since we're on the whole childhood thing, okay, I, we did have a question. Mm-hmm. And so, what was your childhood like?
2: <sighs> uh, it was pretty normal, I would say. You know, I had like, I feel like two sides you know like the cultural aspect yeah. from my parents you know they're older you know yeah. so they would be more like traditional and then I had like the cooler side from the siblings I feel like I was raised like 50 50 you know Rango would take me to the club which is like very American and um <laughs> perform at rap shows and stuff yeah. and then you know I would still go to church with my mom and uh see that side of things so I would say it's pretty normal I would say it was pretty normal um you guys enrolled me in sports
0: so i saw that yeah you had a pretty tr- regular traditional childhood yeah. and uh like compared to you guys way different it was yeah we i just remember you you're you're uh i think you're about 10 years younger than me and i just remember richie when he was little he was really outgoing like really Mm. loud really cute really funny
1: is he like that right now yeah he's he's like that on (laughs) on on screen but
0: actually richie in real life he's pretty chill he's like more you know just deep thinker kind of guy and so i thought that that was going to carry over to his child as he gets old like just kind of really out there and outgoing Uh he is outgoing but i'm just saying i heard some bad stories about when i was a kid like i was like
2: damn i did did that
1: which which story story? which which one which one comes to your mind
2: Oh, banging my head against the wall if I didn't get like that's kind of crazy. Like, how would I even think of that?
1: No, a lot of kids do that. So if I didn't get what
2: I wanted, (gasps) I would just start banging my head against the wall and then. Obviously, they don't want me to get
0: hurt, so <laughs> they're going to give me what I want. And it wasn't what he wanted. It, main thing he wanted was apple juice. He was like, he just wanted more apple juice. And we were like, dude, Richie, you drank like the whole gallon of freaking apple juice. He's like, he's like bam, 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 oh, bam so on the floor. Sweet. Apple juice is fire. He turned out OK, though. You had, had a couple bumps, but. They, they yeah.
1: probably didn't let him bang. They probably didn't <laughs> well, let him we're like, bang. Like,
0: he oh, stop. That, that here's, here's like
2: three or more candy, gallons candy, of apple candy. Juice. candy was big. Candy was big. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, so pretty normal.
1: Okay, so nothing that you can say that from your childhood that you carried on or kind of influenced and kind of made you become the person that you are today?
2: Oh, I would say definitely like my exposure to media from Rango and Uh. um, John, everybody, you know, like, remember you were telling me about like a lot of rap shows and like the car shows growing up. um, And then I, I guess I got the like work ethic from my parents. So I saw kind of like both sides, you know
1: oh okay okay yeah i I think
2: i apply that right now
1: oh so you felt like what you were exposed to kind of got you into this whole youtube you know i didn't
2: i didn't realize it when i started youtube but now that i'm like oh that had such an impact feeling natural in front of people like you know some people are like how do you go in front of thousands of people i'm like i don't know but now that i think about it i was doing it at such a young age um it was only right that it was kind of natural, you know.
0: It's it's it's. it's I'm now looking back. Actually, it, it kind of makes sense how the 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 chips aligned for Richie to be who he is now, the successful person. Because when he was younger. Uh, we used to go play basketball with Dominique, and mm-hmm. I'll teach you guys a crossover <laughs> oh, yeah. and shooting jumpers. And he was probably like eight, nine. Uh-huh. And I, I guess that's where he got into like shoes, mm-hmm. fashion, oh, you know.
1: No. Okay. And then
0: when we got to about 12 or 13, I started a record label because I was a promoter. Wow. And then Richie was one of my artists, and he would come perform at these nightclubs at did like sing, 14, 13 years old. He would rap. What? he was like super of- <laughs> young too i was like
2: oh, I, was and having- i remember after the performances i would just walk around the whole club
0: by myself like, <laughs> like 13 21 and over club it was like <laughs> oh my god he would have all these groupies on him like
1: hey richie, how <laughs> yeah. old are you no don't matter and even Come did here. the
0: car shows so- oh yeah then we took him to the car shows oh man so i think richie was he was he he was put into the um the limelight a little early and he and actually he was a really good rapper back in yeah. the days for people that don't know had a really good flow, and yeah. I think that kind of was natural for him to get into now YouTube and yeah and, and start Richie Lee collection that's super popular so cool. clothing yeah, fashion because yeah, it's like clothing. again
1: it all kind of like, kind of evolved he was, yeah evolved and he was exposed to it since he was a kid mm-hmm. and so I mean can you rap something? Right now?
0: <laughs> just a little bit. Maybe, end, maybe no. I'm here. Don't beat kidding, on at no. the end. Uh,
1: yeah. And so what I'm what I'm processing right now, which is probably for other parents too, is that so would you say that by exposing your kids to a lot of things, I mean, you know, depending on sports or you know whatever it is, because they mm-hmm. were expo- you were exposed to it, mm-hmm. that you can say that whatever you expose your kids now as a young age will help mold them to mm-hmm. become the person that they are in the future. For
2: sure. Expose them to like everything, you know, yeah. like so many different sports i really appreciate even being exposed to stuff that i didn't appreciate back then like piano and drums and um karate like a lot of i really appreciate how much i was exposed to because i still apply like a lot of those things
0: today that's a really good point Mylan and richie because yeah you know we we have kids and richie had one on the way and you know naturally um you know his kid his son when he comes he's gonna be like dude i can freaking do anything i want because my yeah. brother my dad is doing this he's killing in the clothing yeah. game he has his youtube i want to do that i'll do that and if you expose them to it at a young age when it gets they get a little older yeah it's just kind of a natural second second nature thing to him. Yeah. so yeah. i think that's a really good point point. and you're gonna give them so much confidence because they're
2: like oh i've already been here you know i've, I've already been exposed mm. to this if they want to do it later in life like i was with youtube i was like I have a one up on a people because I feel like I've been kind of doing like entertainment and clothing and stuff so that give me a lot of confidence so
1: true now <laughs> I'm go home and expose my kids to like 10 things yeah. at one time <laughs>
2: even if they don't like it even if they don't like it because yeah. I didn't know what it was doing for me growing up like is it I'm not gonna be a rapper when I'm older but <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah,
0: yeah. It, it's all worked out right it's it's like experiences for and it's so worth it at the time but then it's a stepping stone for the next thing that we don't really know about yeah. at the time right, right so you never know don't you know kind of take it don't kind of forget about it, our experiences and mm-hmm. of course and careers oh my gosh today. that
1: was such a good one you guys <laughs> that's a good one
0: that's a good one
1: <laughs> okay so 15 years ago who was the biggest influence in your life
2: oh man i would say uh rango had a big part because media he would take mm. me out to like you know the clubs had a big part um David, my friend David, Andrew's brother. Uh-huh. Um he he taught me about a lot of stuff. The Fung brothers. Yeah, Fung, Fung brothers. Uh-huh. Shoot. Uh John, I mean everybody had a small part. I feel like, you know, like my sisters, everybody. I feel like no one just like had one role, you know?
0: Um cuz our sisters both our sisters, um, they went to the education. Route. Yeah, got so that, that still influenced so me, yeah. yeah. help Richie out with, you know, maybe I should go get a degree, mm-hmm. which you did. And what degree did you get? I got a uh, business and
2: communications and marketing degree from mm-hmm. UW. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect
1: to, yeah. Uh, you Dude, know. look what are you doing <laughs> right now? <laughs> <laughs> was,
2: yeah, at the time I had no idea what I was doing. Uh. Uh-huh. I remember after I graduated, I was um, handing out water bottles at events. I was like, oh. man, this degree sucks <laughs> yeah. but yeah it worked out yeah
1: yeah that's cool and did you feel did you feel like your parents had um like uh, a big role in how you were brought up and who are uh, and then
2: yeah who have you become now? huge like they obviously they didn't really like say I love you yeah. I say like but they showed it like more oh. than you could really um, even explain like through their work ethic and waking up every morning and uh,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, like they yeah. had a
2: huge, huge impact.
0: And you know, us growing up, Richie and I got exposed to entrepreneurship. Our parents always owned all these different businesses. Yeah, and yeah. now Richie naturally, he kind of gravitated, you know, being an entrepreneur, which he's really doing really well out. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, mean, think was- I think that. You, like how we we're talking about like earlier experiences
2: one thing uh mom did one time was had me buy individual candies and she said hey you could have one box on the catering truck and whatever sells from this box you could keep and to me that was like a huge you know buy low sell high experience as a kid um that I always remember.
0: Oh, so yeah. what was the candy now we
2: gotta know i don't remember she just had a box and then i went to cash and carry and i would buy like what i thought would sell well you know i, I don't remember oh, the exact oh, different random candy yeah, that yeah, put she in was the like box. if someone buys from this box oh. you gotta keep
0: it so,
1: oh that's so cool I, I, yeah
0: i thought that was a that's a really good lesson because it taught you something at what 15 14 15 no no, yeah. no 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 i'm talking a, like 10 10 <laughs> Super, wow. if, if he can sell this thing uh-huh. make money that He's gonna be happier because yeah. he's gonna have money. And you're yeah. You're already thinking like, yeah. What do the people want? You know, so yeah. And to buy your shoes, right? So it's buy the whatever shoes you want at ten or eleven years old. I don't old. think I made that much money.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe <laughs> shoe- I, don't, I don't remember getting paid out actually. Maybe shoelaces. You got some cool shoelaces. But the
1: concept behind it, it's so cool because you're already training your brain to think like that. Like you said, yeah. Like what do people want? Um, how much profit I'm gonna make? You mm-hmm. know, um. So it's already setting him up. Setting him up, yeah. You know, for business. For business. Oh, and another
2: person, uh, Dominique. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, he's the first one that ever taught me about Jordans. And I remember I went to the store with Jackie, and we got a pair of Nikes, and I came back, and he was like, "Nah, those are the wrong ones. Just because it has a check mark doesn't mean it's the right one, man. You got to bring those back." His dad was like, "Bro, who's this kid? Like, you know, like." And he they showed me a picture. They cut it out of a magazine and then i went back with jackie and got the the right sneakers wow. you know so he he did put me
0: on oh, yeah shout good. out to dominique and he's <laughs> he's, he's helping with the our <laughs> podcast yeah <laughs> um yeah and i i like i like that story how you mom gave you an opportunity on the catering truck to make some money for yourself mm-hmm. man, at a young age and that kind of now you still remember the story that's 20 a, years yeah. ago yeah. i remember for me when i was 14 you know we live in the housing projects and uh there was this group that said hey who wants to work this summer uh-huh. and all my friends are like hell, hell no i don't want to work this summer was, <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm 14 i'm like i'll go to work mm. right so somehow they hooked me up with a uh, pro a, a job at seattle public schools printing service so we would like print pamphlets and and just stationary books mm-hmm. and stuff for the seattle public schools and i worked there the whole summer i got paid like three dollars an hour or something at 14. it was like wow. my first job and you know i i i love that job because i got a paycheck after two weeks and i was like this is the first time i ever had like 80 dollars in my pocket wow. like 80 dollars, you know <laughs> to like someone that never had money and more yeah. than like five dollars in their pocket right and it just kind of instilled in me huh? maybe working is cool maybe if i work hard i can get more of this stuff uh-huh. and i remember that day when i got my first paycheck i went and um went to northgate mall i spent i, I bought like two shirts and i and like i went through spent the rest of the money on sabaro's and after like the evening i had like no money left i spent my whole paycheck i'm like oh the oh, uh pizza shop the pizza, the pizza shop pizza pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and i was like okay and then i learned another lesson i should slow down next time i'm spending yeah. my money <laughs> so <laughs> you fast got too excited but you know i made another two, eighty dollars two weeks later and you know i did it for the whole yeah. summer but i think it was good that we should teach our kids or anyone who are exposed to that exposed yeah. to a yeah. young age and they can make their decision you know mm-hmm.
1: right So, So, I mean, if anybody who wants what I got out of this is if if anyone who wants like a successful, I guess, future for their children, expose them mm -hmm. to everything you can. You know, they'll make their choices. Eventually, they'll evolve to what they they shall become. Right. Right. Just expose them to everything. And two, you know, teach them, you know, like she passively taught you Mm -hmm. how to think Mm -hmm. like a businessman, Mm -hmm. understand what people want. And then work hard and, you know, execute and do the financials. Is it going to, are you going to make profit based on the product that you're providing? Right. So those are things that are pretty awesome. If you Uh, want.
0: How about you? What what was your first (laughs) job? We want to know that now.
1: So I, um, my first job, I mean, I I started hustling at a really young age in a different way, kind of similar to you, Mm -hmm. um, girls, maybe different perspective in, in school. I always wanted the clothes that the other girls had, but my parents didn't have much money. So I told my parents that you know the the um, lunch went up, increased in price, <laughs> and so
2: damn how much? And, I don't know, I, remember, I don't remember close? how much.
1: But I just remember telling them, hey, you know my lunch is more expensive now, and so um, I would save my lunch money and wait till I get home to eat and save that up. So I was saving, you know. Mm, with there money. you go.
2: I did something similar too. Yeah, right. I would no, I would spend my money that I would be given for lunch uh-huh. on stuff. And then I would eat the free lunch that they, you know, Uh, if you don't have enough money, they'll give you PB&Js. I was like, cool with pb and Yeah. And
1: and so another (laughs) thing is that I took the money. I didn't spend it all. You know, I didn't do all that all in one day like you did, (laughs) Rico. I saved a little. So I took that money, bought some clothes. But then I also took that money and I bought um, free, like, you know, things that were on sale at the store, like candy Mm -hmm. that was on sale for like, you know, who knows, like 25%. But I knew kids wanted candy, you know, at Mm, school and they don't have it. And so I would bring a backpack full of candy and I was like, hey, I'll sell it to you guys for like 50 cents or a dollar. And when I bought it for 25 cents, Safeway had a sale for it. That's hustling. yeah, Yeah. So I did that. And so, you know, but then my first job was at McDonald's. Oh. At 15 and a half oh, <laughs> McDonald's And
0: oh, so you worked at McDonald's too That was like my first real job after the printing company Yeah, oh. McDonald's. you would, uh, get the toys for me Yeah, yeah I'll bring my mom and the Happy Meal toys Wait,
1: Did you guys ever do that um, You know when they have the cheeseburger, 10 cents And then you freeze it in the free- freezer So you can eat it later
0: no, we didn't. Uh, that's see? crazy.
2: Though I remember ten cents.
1: Yep, ten cents a cheeseburger. We froze a whole bunch of it, put it in the freezer because you know parents went to work all the time. We can just take it out of the freezer and put it in the microwave.
0: Mm. Uh, no, no we, we, we would no, never we, do that. We didn't right do that. <laughs> My, we didn't get that tip. Okay, well, good, good yeah, points, yeah, everybody. There good go, points. There go, there go. <laughs> good <laughs> points. All right, I got another question for Richie. So, you know, our, our upbringing, our childhood, it, 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 was, it, was, it was good and bad, you know, those ups and downs. I think everybody's childhood, everybody's family always right. has ups and downs. Um, and, and that's why now, like, you know, when uh, we kind of, you know, successful in life, it, it's more sweeter, right? Yeah. So, Richie, when we we're growing up, what do you think was a big challenging part in your, your, your grow up um, when you're, you know, just over the years? What was challenging that you could mm. think about? You know, even though we had so many
2: siblings, I would say I did feel like alone sometimes. You know, like everybody's out kind of doing their own thing. I remember there's one point it was just me in the house with mom. Um, yeah, just like even though you have so many siblings, you still feel like you're like navigating life through your own. I feel like you guys all grew up together, you know. Yeah. But every eventually everybody kind of like did their own thing. Um, yeah.
1: What um, kind of made you feel like kind of like outcasted? Mm-hmm. I would say
2: because they're they're out doing their own some people don't even live like in our house i mean in states um you know and we didn't really express a lot so i would say like it's not like i could like hey i'm having trouble in school or whatever like we i felt the separation
0: because i'm so much younger than everybody else other than that yeah huh that's interesting Uh, And now's a good point because i was there with you the whole time and i didn't really think about that until now that yeah you was really i mean you're you're 10 years younger than me and when you're young like 16 and 5 that's like a huge difference right (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh but you know you turn out okay you turn out really okay i just kind of remember you know yeah you're you're really outgoing and and we just always someone always had to keep tabs on richie like hey who's watching richie who's taking care of him and i feel like maybe like isolated like Uh excluded from everybody but his it was, baby.
1: Yeah, well, he was a was,
0: But, you know, the neighborhood took care of you because we live in <laughs> Cedarville, right? <laughs> and Cedarville, it's, it's a really cool neighborhood. The, the projects block. where it was, uh, you only had two entrances to come in. So kids, they know not to leave those entrances. And Richie was one of them kids. And he would kind of just, you know, in the day, go outside, play with his other friends around the neighborhood. Uh-huh. He'll run around with them. Everybody, you know, looked out for each other, took care of each other. And we knew that he was safe as long as he don't leave outside the the parameters parameters. yeah
1: (laughs) dude did he has he ever went outside the parameters he he
0: went that one time to the mall (laughs) he's in the mall it's in the mall (laughs) to the mall i get yeah he went one time to the mall by himself at five years old the cops had to bring him back but that was the only time though he Uh, learned i remember all the neighborhood kids were cheering for me though they're
1: like yeah he's back
0: He was so popular. Everyone loved Richie when we lived in the, the projects. He was happy-go-lucky. He was
1: sweet, Yeah, sweet. He was really, yeah. Didn't get anybody's th- nerves. No. no. so He knew yeah. what people I wanted. That neighborhood was fun.
0: <laughs> and from my, my perspective, it was fun.
1: Yeah? Yeah, because yeah, you, you had to every- play all day, you know? And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you had everybody protect you, if anything. You didn't yeah. have to go through all the fighting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, oh
0: Yeah, forget that. good time. Sometimes I feel like some of during our family's um, journey, mm-hmm. like coming from Vietnam, and then struggling in arkansas and uh and then getting to seattle being the housing project where i was old i was 12 where i can be uh, embarrassed of the project right mm-hmm. richie was so young where he didn't even know that like, we lived yeah. in the project so it's he's like it's a normal neighborhood you know <laughs> yeah so and yeah. then the, the the
2: closest thing i could relate to that is um mom and dad having that big brown van oh yeah and getting dropped off school in that i was like nah (laughs) it was was ugly too so what we did is flipped it and we would just call it the turdster 2000.
1: oh wow like
2: you know kind of making a joke out of it yeah how did you flip
1: it oh i mean flip Flip the name oh no flip flip the the name name. flip the
2: name Mm -hmm. so yeah but I-, I remember I was embarrassed at first.
1: No. Yeah,
2: okay, so he started getting to, you know, be embarrassed. And, and then uh Rango had a really sick uh accord. <laughs> and so the way that you guys were doing your um your carpooling, mom and dad would take your car. And pick me up from school. Yeah, it, it switched one time. Remember? Yeah. like you would take the car to the truck, and then they would take it home. And on their way home, they would pick me up. Yeah, and I was like, Yeah, oh, always crazy. pick me up in the front. Now, <laughs> yeah, Aww. that was a
0: two thousand Honda Accord drop, huge wheels, nineteen inch rim, It was clean. It was the sickest car out at the time. Crazy wow. at the time. Yeah. yeah. So, so sometimes they'll drop them off in the the. the the Poop Mobile? Is that what you the said? No, the Turdster no, t- 2000. The Turdster 2000. T- 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 2000. <laughs> but then he'll get picked up in a like super
2: sick 2000 Honda board. It had no there's only one seat so uh-huh. imagine i'm rolling around in it on the uh-huh. way to school because uh-huh. you're just sitting in a huge van there's <laughs> yeah. no seat yeah, yeah there's yeah, no seats buy a
1: cargo and all because it things, was a cargo for, for the catering yeah. truck yeah. there's yeah, a yeah, cargo yeah.
0: van for the catering truck yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Was oh thirsty.
0: man i do forget that like he's a little younger than the rest of us so we went through some stuff and i thought that he was right there with our family journey and he was the second half Mm-hmm. and then you know then
1: he had a smoother journey
0: he had a smoother journey i mean for sure. yeah i mean but you can say overall your childhood you were like it, it was a good childhood for sure i was okay. like yeah. really good yeah yeah I really fun so. it
1: just seems like butterflies and rainbows mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's was fun. really
0: nice so let's get to some storms yes. now then Let all right some storms so after you kind of grew up and you started your youtube journey and then your clothing line journey i'm sure it wasn't easy there there have been moments where you know i'm sure you almost quit it a couple times just every entrepreneur feels that what one or two moments where you felt it was so hard you know to get the youtube show off the ground or the clothing line off the ground where you're like oh man i don't know i can make it that you share with the audience
1: Mm,
2: definitely i would say at the beginning uh when i moved down to la was a huge huge uh challenge for me just cuz you know we're trying to all chase a dream me David and Andrew we're living together this is the first time i've ever um lived on my own
0: i'm broke how old were you at the time
2: like 23 22?
0: 23 and you you you're not popular on youtube yet at this moment you're just, zero. just zero. trying to get going i moved going. down with zero yeah
2: yeah um not much money you know like this is really hard like to and when i when i started youtube it was kind of late people consider that late for like this like wave of like Asians coming up and everything and um yeah it just got really hard like you know cuz you're navigating being friends with uh David and Andrew and then you're navigating trying to David make money and- together
1: David and Andrew's
2: the Fung brothers oh. so they're they're like my childhood friends we all moved down to LA they were they already had traction before I moved oh, down okay, okay. um and I would just say, like, battling myself. You know, I had, like, bad um, habits and waking up late and being lazy. Like, everybody has. And I was, like, sad. I was away from home. So that was tough. Um,
0: and you had to sell your car, right?
2: Yeah. So I sold the car before I
0: moved down. So oh, I for had no money. Car. Yeah. What? Um, well, that's a big deal. Selling your car where you get to L.A. and you got no car. Yeah. That's yeah. a big sacrifice. Um. One, one part that I would say is
2: was really hard was definitely when our parents were going through their struggles and being sick, to like put on a persona for YouTube and like, like that's extremely hard. Like basically just, you know, shutting that all off and then going in front of camera, in front of hundreds of thousands of people and like, you know, putting on a smile, that's really difficult. But the one thing about YouTube is re- what's really tough is you have to stay on schedule. Because I've seen firsthand, if you take a break, mm-hmm. your algorithm for your channel completely changes. You're no longer like favored, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and your views will drop crazy. So I just knew I had to fight through it. So I was like, still dropping videos, but I knew they weren't really good. And you know, I'm I'm sad, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really. That's like probably one of the proudest things I am um, happy about is weathering the storm and like maintaining the channel like during that time because a lot of people would have like trust me not been able to film
0: well it's like every person's success stories there's always that moment right and mm-hmm. i was there with richie during the moment when he first started the uh, channel and mm-hmm. and my mom didn't like it because you know he was he was her baby yeah and you know he's about to move to la which is the first time Aww. her baby moving away you know <laughs> richie's moving away and and to 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 pursue a a YouTube career she didn't even understand it so she's like <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't work so hard to get you to America and, and work all the hours on the catering truck so you could start some videos yeah you know I don't understand it why don't you go use get a real your, job go, yeah. go, go go get a real job but Richie had to like no mom like I'm, I'm gonna try this out for a couple of years with Andrew and mm-hmm. David and, and I remember my mom was so stressed out she was always call Richie and checking on him. hey are you eating okay <laughs> yeah you need some Aww. money you know? And and no, you no, 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 There was what? no question like that.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, oh, you no, need no, money, no, Hell no. No oh, no, okay. She made sure I was not getting any money from her. Oh, like, like, so make you sure. could,
0: also so you could get tight on money so and move back come home. Back. She wanted yeah. him to come back. Oh, wow. One time I remember,
2: uh, yeah, I remember going to you and for some money. For, I was like, I need this money for a music video.
0: Music what, what the, faux, the, yeah.
2: the faux song? The faux song. <laughs> Yo, a hot bowl of fun does the party good. Body we good. kept a bit, though. Didn't go Hollywood. Nope. No fusions. Eating none other than the same recipes that came from the motherland. Chicken noodle soup for the bit. The and then song. you were like, oh, you got to sell something for me. And if you, you sell, you could keep a little percentage. I was like, really? So, uh
0: yeah, we... Made it work though. Yeah. Huh, what did he sell? You remember? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> well, so long. I, I'm teaching him. Yeah, I was yeah, like, hey, you, you know,
0: here's some entrepreneurs. I don't think here. you want me to say? No. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, some real estate stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, yeah, that was hard. It, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. It was. It was really yeah. hard for him at the time. Because you you're... need capital for YouTube. It's like it's not cheap. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so what? What were
1: it's you? a business. So, and
2: you know. I would say also the the uh the typical like just putting yourself out there everybody's self-conscious everybody has their insecurities and i would say i'm no different like but i just like wanted it so bad i didn't care what people said like and being in this field like rapping and clothing it's like the most critical mean field you could ever i'm not like you know i'm not like talking about like self-improvement or food like no one could get at you for that but if you're trying to be cool and like teach people how to dress and like tell you know you're you're putting yourself up there as like on a pedestal a little bit and uh yeah they're they're,
0: people are mean the uh, trolls (laughs) right they call them trolls
2: trolls or less Uh,
0: you know just just mean people hating i guess yeah you see a lot it's weird online where if you you were with someone in person they're never going to say something like that or like say something to you in but online they have this security where they can. Do and say whatever they want exactly and, and, do you ever and, ignore
1: it or just bypass it i mean does it affect you anymore no
0: it doesn't
2: affect me. i mean <laughs> it's a part of the game it's right? part of it and you know i'm i'm here at where yeah. i'm at so i'm not so i'm yeah, not tripping not they can say whatever they it. want to say well when you're coming up and you're super insecure and you're uh-huh. super scared if you're going to make any money off it one little like this guy's corny or you know what i mean like mm. really hurts you and you, oh. I remember I had some moments. I was super sad, like oh, from there's... comments, mean comments. But
1: that's whatever what, now.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm dealing with now. been <laughs> yeah. dealing with since our show just got going. We're like, dude, like, is the show even gonna be good? Or people are gonna really like it and you know get a lot of value from it? Or they're wait till just...
2: people like are trying to bring you down. Yeah. Like okay. that's a whole other you, you... story. Are you ready for that?
1: You'll be okay. Some... I'll support you. I'll support you. I, I, I... Or you know,
2: <laughs> or imagine a whole forum post about how corny you are
1: <laughs> oh, or how like whack your
2: you know what i mean like forum posts yeah where they're not even just commenting on your thing they're like making they have missions <laughs> on other forums oh, that's
1: so crazy trust me
2: you'll get it especially because you guys are talking about like the refugee story and yeah breaking down history people are going to break down your content mm. you just got to be prepared to uh fight for your content. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then stay stand yeah. up for
1: yourself. Yeah. Well, You'll get, see it. It's all from the heart. So it's not anything that, you right. know, can break me down, you know, like that. But yeah. it's from your heart.
0: Well, I'm ready. So um, Richie, so you brought up a good point was um, and so everybody at home or in the car listening, you know, every entrepreneur spirit where there's a moment where you felt you feel like you're not going to make it right. You're like, mm-hmm. should I just fold up shop? Because I remember when I had the real estate company at two moments where I was like, I'm going to give up and I, you know, really gave up and a couple yeah, I want yeah. a beer, right? Yeah. I couldn't build on that success I had from real estate. So you were talking about this, the point earlier where um, mom and dad got sick about six, seven years ago and, and you were going to, and it was hard for all of us because you were down there and yeah. you were flying up to like spend time with us and it was a really hard time for our family. Um, and were you gonna were you gonna give up a couple of times where you're like, man, I don't know if I can do? No, this. I what gotta happened come back. was
2: when I heard mom got sick, I moved back two weeks later. Aww. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't flying back and forth. Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. So that was really difficult because LA is like the 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 part of, of YouTube. You can't yeah. like, it's so hard because you need filmers, you need editors, you need talent, you need. So I was like, damn, running it out of Seattle is gonna be super difficult. And I wasn't really making that much money. Uh, But one thing that really helped out was like coming back. And then I flew uh, Tim. Remember Tim? Oh, Tim, you're. So the guy, the main editor, main videographer that I was working with in LA decided to follow me in Seattle. And I was like, hey, man, you know, live with me and we're going to build this together in Seattle. And then Tan and Johnny came aboard. And we really just built something together that really like to me was like you know very special special because we did it out of seattle yeah um and as friends it wasn't like i was just paying random talent to you know this was the first time they were on videos and teaching them while i'm learning too so a really 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 cool time to uh
0: see us all come up together and now they still do media they live off of it yeah that's that's a really good point and i i kind of forgot about what happened during that time i just remember it was it was challenging for everybody but especially you because you were down there but You know i mean that shows you how 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 good of a son you was because you know he had his career going to la everything was there all the pieces were there he'd been working working on it for like five years and then we found out my mom got sick and we're talking about six years ago and and then he you know he's like i gotta go i gotta go back home to moms and you know and that's a big yeah risk Mm -hmm. but but it's I mean, that, and that's why you're like her favorite, you know, yeah. son, you well, know, favorite kid. I think it's you chose
1: family over, you know, everything money, else. Right? Money, money. You can always build that. Remember, you can always build your. your you
0: always your, make more, you money, can't make but you more can't money. Make but you more money, but you
1: can't make more moms. Mm-hmm. Can't Love, more dad. Yeah. You can't make more dads. Don't have, you know, those mm-hmm. are so, things that you can't. Yeah, and it was
0: actually a blessing in disguise because, um, you no, know, you then you got to build some really exciting stuff here with Gabe, your videographer, mm-hmm. and Johnny and Tan. Or it mean and a lot to the city too, like that
2: to me means more than staying in la and um yeah it all kind of worked out you know i remember i I did that huge meet and greet and that really meant a lot to me like okay i did you know remember the one at the mall yeah it was the first one i was expecting like 10 people Uh and it was was like hundreds
0: of people lined
2: up huge lines you know the whole mall security came out um and that that was like right when I had moved back up, and I was like, "Man, this I could do it here." You know, like yeah, I feel yeah, the support yeah. from everybody. Nice, very so nice. So, when was
1: the moment that you feel like you made it?
2: Mm, when I bought a BMW, because <laughs> <laughs> I was whipping a Camry for a while, uh, and I was like, uh, "I want my dream car." So I bought the BMW, and I, I really felt like, "Damn, this is for real."
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. What, um, what
0: kind of BMW M? five right and four and, and four. four oh i, heard, um, the I know, red I know one, that the red car. one the red one the white one white one with the red interior oh oh the clean one that yeah. was super that was clean. So pretty
2: I'm assuming special you don't
1: have that car anymore nah no
2: <laughs> and then uh also moving out of uh john's basement oh i was yeah. in john's basement for a while our, our brother our brother john yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh getting in the apartment um bristol on the yeah. water
0: it
1: must be oh, nice. Oh yeah. Was cool. Okay. I felt like that was, was cool. That the oh,
0: the moment where um uh you was on the, the mo- show, you, the Vietnamese show. Remember? And then oh, yeah. saw you. Oh <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh... Oh, so
1: so there's a moment that you felt like you made it, or there's a moment that you felt like you made it as an influence. Like, that you was were big. That you know was I mean? different because
2: like, I was on that. SBTN show, but I was still broke. So I
0: was like, Damn. <laughs> the Vietnamese broadcasting but that's a network. Huge, that's a huge but, thing. But for our mom—that meant a lot to our. mom Our mom saw man. him on there, Aww. so that that just solidified everything that he he's on the right path. Because now all of her friends can see him. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. So yeah. then Anna bought her car. And he, he her car. Great son. That's why Richie's always yeah. her favorite. Uh, I'm her second favorite though. Uh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's okay. Julie might have something to say about that. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of moments i would say you know a lot yeah. of moments
1: oh that's so cool that's how nice. about during
0: during your you know during your moment of the closing line that you started uh three three years ago now four four years ago and that must be one of the hardest things to do in, in any career and any entrepreneur like endeavorship how what moment during the closing line where you're like wow that this is really hard how how how, how i'm gonna get through this <laughs> putting up your own money mm. uh we
2: didn't have any investments so we're talking like putting up all your money everything i had wow. uh me and tan
0: and you're on yourself yeah and you're
2: not 100 yeah, on sure if the stuff's gonna sell and then not only that is you're putting all your money into it and then you get the product and the product's not what you expect mm. the quality yeah and it like there's defects they don't care about you know they're just like yeah whatever you don't even have contracts you're dealing with china and everything um that was really tough um flying out to china with tan not knowing what the hell we were doing like going to like we were expecting a factory we're expecting like glamour you know we get there it's a family they're eating smoking while we're making they're making the clothes
0: we're just like okay this is different um but it's a lot better now though the the, now now you're getting your clothing from where now so we've partnered Quality with a, Yeah,
2: we've partnered with a distribution company uh oh. called the Leverage. Shout out to Chris. He uh he owns a ton of brands so they have their thing down packed. Um factories are super immaculate now and nice. Um but yeah, it took a little a really long time to even get to the point where a, a factory like that would even take us on, you know. Mm. Yeah. A lot um, of trial error. Yeah. Clothing's really tough.
0: Clothing's tough tough hey but when you hit though boy, oh boy that's <laughs> yeah. a cash cow yeah yeah it's sold a, a, out all
1: the time right all yeah. the time like one day on the what's the how fast does it really sell out like like really fast like within 24 hours that it should if oh, someone like wanted something a
2: couple minutes are you serious <laughs> yeah it goes but fast. I mean
1: how do you know how much to make I mean, we
2: try to gate we try to learn from every time like selling out is not the great like you can't learn from it cuz everything is gone so you're just like what can I even gauge how many more people were going to buy something do you think so yeah. we're learning every time we're trying to up the inventory but it's it's a learning process
1: Right now how much are you I mean like how many merchandise merch that you're selling right now that it sells out within minutes Like I, mean, I, I kind of want to get the idea like how many people are just going on the online and just like bam gone and I 5 think minutes what, later I can't even buy a shirt <laughs> you know I
2: think the most we had when the drop happened like at the moment 20,000 people were trying to buy something at once. Oh wow. And I was like, "Damn, 20,000 people oh were trying God. to buy something." So, um
0: yeah, so oh, it's wow. hot. It, it sells out every 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 drop. Every... yeah
2: Well, very cool. And you know what how it ahead. started was so I used to do these videos on YouTube like recommending clothes and I remember there's this a uh, sweatshirt for Urban Outfitters and I had recommended it in a video. And I was like, oh, I still haven't even got the sweatshirt for myself. I wanna do it later tonight. This was after the video had dropped. And then I tried to buy the sweatshirt (laughs) and it was completely sold out. And I was like, it just clicked to me, you know? Mm. Um, Why am I gonna keep promoting some corporation's sweatshirt not to get get a dime from it? We gotta gotta, uh, make something. So Mm. we started off making full shirts uh-huh. they, oh, yeah. they would say they would have a nike sign and then we would put pho
0: that's how it all started yeah just eat pho and so, instead yeah. of just do it and like, say just, just just eat, eat it just
2: eat it or yeah yeah and then um <laughs> and then one time we got this email from a like a fake attorney he was like hey we're gonna shut you down if you keep uh using the nike sign etc., etc. and i was like damn so we would call like a bunch of lawyers and ask them hey can, does this guy have any merit and they were like, yeah, he, he could sue you if he wanted to, if he is claiming who he is to be. So we changed the Nike sign to Chopsticks and <laughs> it, it didn't really work out because <laughs> we were scared. Yeah. And then, um, it got to the wild where me and Tim were like, F it. If he sues us, he sues us. We're going back to the Nike sign because the chopsticks ain't selling. Um, yeah. So we Very went cool. back to the Nike yeah. side. Cool.
1: So, um, say for someone who wanted to start their YouTube channel, want to be a YouTuber, want to be an influencer and. St- or and or start their fashion line okay what would you say what are i guess you break it down to three pieces of advice that you would give them to succeed
2: shoot one thing i really learned about this whole thing is like adding the value teaching people stuff that i would say i, I was talking to gabe like to have this stretch for this long is crazy like people fall off left and right i've seen the whole thing because mm-hmm. they consistently like talk about themselves but if you are adding so much value that it's undeniable, people are just gonna have to tune in. They have no choice because you're teaching them so much. They need you in their life. And I've always kept that um, within the channel. So like starting off, do not talk about yourself. I see a lot of people like they start YouTube channels and they may like show their travels, but I never did that at the beginning. It was always about the audience. It was always like five jackets you need or five jackets that are gonna help you out for the winter or five sneakers. That are gonna look fly on you, not me. You. It wasn't till like maybe th- three years ago that I would vlog myself because people now are tuned in and they care about our life. But yeah, you gotta put yourself in the audience's shoes first. Yeah, great, great, um, great point. Yeah.
1: Point one. Point two now. <laughs> point two.
2: Don't take breaks. You know, to go back to like when my parents were sick. Yeah. No matter what you're feeling, if you get off your schedule, it hurts you so mm. much. You gotta stay within YouTube's algorithm. Mm. And if they see you fall off or like get comfortable and not drop something for a month, Mm -hmm. you're Mm. done kind of like, so don't let your emotions get too tied into it. Um,
1: Do you feel like just drop something, like be on schedule, drop anything, even if it's not the quality that you want?
2: If, yeah you have to like if it's mm-hmm. a c or better you just have to drop it
1: just to keep on reminding them that you're here
2: yeah i would feel, I would feel like there's times where i was just going through the motions like i don't even know what the hell i'm saying i'm just going through the motions mm-hmm. put it out just so i could stay on schedule
1: and content wise i mean i mean there's it must be a lot of work you know because to keep on coming out with more and more videos i mean what's your schedule like every single week every single couple of days i mean
2: yeah we're film we're monday through friday i'm working like there's days i wake up and i don't stop working at till like midnight you know yeah. cuz it just you're just running so many things i think a lot of people don't realize with youtube you're wearing so many different hats you're production mm-hmm. you're the financing you're the content creator you're in front of the camera you got to manage talent there's so many things that you know to make this thing work i think a lot of people think maybe like you just set up a camera in front of your room and start talking yeah. how it used to okay. be. like
1: It's like that easy, you know? No. <laughs> no, it's not like that.
2: You guys know. You guys have yeah. seen the whole podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not easy, right? It's you're managing work. editing. You're managing putting it out there. You're the face of the...
1: Good thing you used to wear. You wear a lot of hats, and you know how yeah. to do that. <laughs> remember? Well, we,
0: we was. I used to be in entertainment, so this is. It does yeah. help. But, kinda.
1: but I think you, even with the real estate thing, I remember oh, you're saying yeah. you saying that you wore a lot of hats. You were this. You were that. You were everything. In it's your tough, business. right?
0: It's tough. You're the janitor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, Damn, do I
0: want to put in the new uh, towels? <laughs> but it's like it's like a rise, of passage for any entrepreneur to get to that that goal they want to achieve you have to earn your stripes you have to go through them suck right yeah. and and then then you deserve what it is at the end and then you always have to almost quit twice mm-hmm. and then you get that reward and that's kind of like life you know it things if it comes easy it's not that sweet mm. it's not that special point mm-hmm. so yeah. you know and i've been here on his journey the last 10 years and it wasn't an easy overnight success you know and yeah. and he deserves it all you deserve it all Richard it wasn't easy and you deserve so it so what
1: would be a third 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 advice you would give them so My third
2: advice is uh it's not for everybody yeah like i've seen it if it's it's tough to hear but if it's not for you it's not for you which is okay like it's totally fine to still be within a system and be part of a winning team but you don't have to feel like you're a loser because you haven't made it on youtube and I, i feel like a lot of um people i've seen definitely take it to heart when they don't really gain success on
0: youtube um, it's not for everybody. It's- I like that point because you you and I are, we're kind of dealing with it. We're putting starting our show and and I'm I'm not being attached to the outcome where like whatever outcome happens happens. If people love Success the show is, you know yeah. then they then then we'll do another season. If they suck at it and only our families watching this show (laughs) and i'm all good at least i tried it we put it out then i I could check it off the box that Mm -hmm. is not for Mm -hmm. me and then you move on with your life right
1: and then plus you're you're happy with the content you're sharing i feel like when i brought when you brought me on board it wasn't even if it was going to be successful or not i mean it'll be great it's more about the content it's about the The content and and just showing and inspiring Mm -hmm. and telling people hey you know we have a deep history and we you know it's it's something to be shared and not be forgotten you know we don't want to disappear you know like nothing ever happened
2: yeah and that's like the best content in my opinion like if you're not banking on it because once you start looking at something for a check it puts a whole nother pressure on it
0: yeah and that's something we we do this because we want for out of love it's our it's our um you know we're giving back Mm -hmm. i feel like we're trying to inspire so people can learn from our experiences and bringing on special guests like richie where someone's at home you know they're like man maybe i should start a youtube or start a clothing line or just be an entrepreneur right and And they were like listen to his story listen to mine Mm -hmm. listen to yours like dang these guys can do it with the hand they're dealt I can do it too right yeah yeah and especially and they look like me yeah. right
1: they're freaking you know Asians that kind of yeah
0: it's, it's possible, possible you know because they go through what I went through you know they they eat the same food they have the same culture and I think that's even more special because growing up I I besides Bruce Lee yeah. you know and my mom and dad that's yeah. all I really looked up to as like people that made it or d- did some special you yeah. know I would yeah. say right now even though we have the whole
2: like uh stop Asian hate movement like it is a great time to be Asian and be within media. Like there's so many things popping up, but like we when we were coming up, you couldn't find like, it was like Yao Ming, you know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know like, Yao Ming. There's, there's podcasts,
2: no... there's even movies with all Asians. Oh like, yeah,
1: the Raya movie, you guys Raya. watched it yet? Yeah. Raya, oh man, that was a really good movie. There's
2: some really cool stuff going on right now for Asians and like all the uh, media groups. There's a lot like the Asian Hustle Network. Oh um, yeah, there's shout out to Asian Hustle yeah. Network.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you guys are on there? Like, there's yeah, we're, members,
1: of, we're members we're members a ton yeah. of cool stuff Yeah, I read through them I, I'm not as active but I read through all the and, stories and, and it's
0: <laughs> interesting because never in, in history has Asian done this much on a worldwide scale or especially in America than right now and mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't even touched like anything yet or doing anything extra special yeah. but we're starting to you know with what Richie's doing and then with Agent work network and what they're doing and hopefully this little show right here that we're doing <laughs> right mm-hmm. is is and I think about our kids like when they grow up you know as they're growing up they can start choosing what do they want to do and then they we can inspire and say hey you know yeah we're doing it you can do it too you do do it do it more yeah. like get, yeah. go higher than what we did yeah. right
1: yeah david so.
2: uh brought up a good point recently he was like hey what do you eventually want to do i was like i kind of want to fall back from being in front of the camera and but he's like yo man it's cool to make your money be behind the camera but you don't understand how much representation means mm-hmm. For as long as you can just still trying to be in front of the camera because mm-hmm. it's going to mean that much everybody could I make agree. money behind closed doors but for you guys look you guys make money with real estate but to show you guys are doing cool stuff like this is super impactful you know what i mean and he was like just try to think about it don't don't
1: i agree it means much more than you
2: david, think i like him david oh, and andrew from that's a really good point he's gotta be the smartest guy i've ever met wow when like, did
1: we get to meet him <laughs> gonna, i've never I've met, met him, him before he's a
2: really good him. guy super smart i would say he's the one that gave me and andrew when it came to youtube the whole blueprint wow. literally the whole blueprint
1: mm-hmm.
0: shout For out to sure. david, I'll, I'll david fung from the fung brothers check out their channel yeah, that's good he was that's really hella smart and wow. especially like right now in the environment we're in you know there there needs to be i don't want to call it leaders but there has to be some kind of something that people can 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 get behind mm-hmm. you know look up to for whatever advice tips or just like the movement the the negative movement going on right now where they're like you know that you know bring us together as a community you yeah, know get us community. out of this darkness right yeah so it's a good time okay yeah. so
1: one is oh I got two is be on schedule. What was the other tip? The number one tip was um number about one, you. What was it, it was it the contest. number
2: one was value. Value. Add value. Number two Add value. was uh, scheduling. Mhm. Putting the motions aside and three was um. It's not for everybody.
1: It's not for yeah. everyone. So those it's are okay. the three. It's okay to
2: try and fail. Yeah, try it's and... okay.
1: Yeah. So those are the three top top advice that Richie Lee gave to all the people who are wanting to be YouTubers or start a fashion line. Whatever it may be, and it's not impossible.
2: And build the team.
1: Oh, build the team.
2: I'll build a That's good after team. you
1: make some money or along the wow. way, like if you could
2: beginning? sell. <laughs> I was telling, <laughs> I was selling people on the dream when I was super broke. But if you yeah. sell them on the dream, they're gonna try to be on it with you, you know. Oh, and good. then when you when you get it, sell take care of on them. The so. dream.
1: Yeah. yeah, awesome. You sell them on the dream; it doesn't cost you anything, right?
0: Just I, I know, <laughs> you're, you're selling them. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, look, oh,
1: look. the do's and don'ts. I have to go ahead. Do's go and ahead. And do's and don'ts. What are the do's and don'ts? We have to know the secret sauce and the do's and don'ts.
2: Really? A do's and don'ts? Yeah, do's and don'ts. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like tips?
1: Tips is just, um, tips are things that you should do. So that's you know, the do's, right? Really, so what really... about the don'ts? Oh, don't the
2: don'ts. Do? Don't. don't go on live.
0: Don't go on live.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh don't go on live. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, a that's a good I've one. That's a good one why
0: we've been thinking about it yeah, but no, we're just, not gonna go live
2: no it's just, you, do, you never like, know what
1: live,
0: you
2: can you, know? you can control what you're gonna say uh uh-huh. but you got a drunk homie or something <laughs> i've been there bro i've been there at a party and you want to show the environment but then you just got people going crazy like
0: trust oh. me don't go on live
1: okay okay got it got it
0: because you can't take that back <laughs> i like that um, so, so yeah. So to so close it out, what, what do you like doing for fun? So, I mean, on your free time with the misses, what do you like doing for fun?
2: Man, um she likes trying out restaurants. Um
0: So you are a little foodie?
2: Yeah, we like trying out restaurants. Nice. Uh watching movies. Right now it's kind of a weird time. Um definitely working on the house like trying out all these uh like home selection stores and oh. that's been taking up like what 6 months of our time. Wow. So we're always like, like what is elm elm um spot movies? Elm uh,
1: oh, oh West, Elm. West Elm West Elm you know picking, out, yeah, stuff, nice picking out stuff, stuff. There. Nice but remember like furniture and stuff they're like six months to like three months out so you if you're gonna order <laughs> <know>. something tip <laughs> you have to order way in advance in the beginning okay? I met
2: the smartest window guy man so I was calling around for all these window quotes for our new home everybody's booked out for garages windows doors everybody's booked out like months and months and then this guy was like I'll get you in tomorrow I was like, how? How? Mm -hmm. And he goes, because I know everybody's gonna start buying stuff, so I buy mine in bulk and I keep it at a warehouse ready to go stock. You're not, I'm not waiting for no orders. Mm -hmm. And he, like, he's five out of five. Oh
1: We need to get his contact. Yeah. He has
2: everything in stock. He doesn't order, to, you know, because he understands what uh, size doors everybody's getting.
1: Right, right. It's okay, it's okay. It's it's about time. It sounds like. Yeah, I think it's time to (laughs) wrap it up. But thank
2: you, Richie. Thank Uh, you,
1: Richie. Can, can we do another episode? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll
0: definitely. So We uh, got to bring on uh, Tan and Johnny. Oh, that would oh, yeah, fun. I want to hear their... Oh, and one and one last thing. Didn't you guys... You just drop a really hot uh, clothing item. What is it called? Yeah, so with Gabe, uh, <gasps> our... Uh, just everything. <laughs> he does everything. <laughs> the vice president of the
2: company. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we just dropped a clothing called Street Market Supply. Kind of like vintage uh, tees. Hot. Really cool. Um, yeah, you Where, guys check it shirt? out. Where's the
1: shirt? I got a free shirt. Where is it? Grab right. me my free shirt.
2: <laughs> yeah, show them the free shirt. Hey,
1: okay, I'm gonna run and get it, okay? I'm gonna yep, run and yeah. get it. I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> Paying homage to Pharrell. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Living open legend it? Pharrell. Let
1: me, open it. Let me open it. This is my first time getting a project. You guys
2: should uh, come out with merch. You know yeah.
1: what we're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, this is wow, so cute. nice. I can see so many people wearing that's this. That's
0: hot. That's hot. You got to go cop really yours good. before they sell out right now.
1: That's gonna sell out, yes, right sir. Fast. Remember?
2: We Ooh, like we should in. make one of those, but with your guys' faces on them. Bless both <laughs> no, no, I, I not like it. I
1: like there. it.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll make the background oh. like water.
2: So cute.
0: Okay. If you uh, haven't subscribed already, please click the subscribe button. Yes, sir. We're dropping every Thursday morning. And uh, see you on the next one. We out.
1: Peace. Bye.